0: This is the second episode. The first was a bit of a shambles, but hopefully it'll be better this time. I've got show notes, so that should help. Um, but it can't be any worse. No booze this time might help. Or it might hinder. We'll just have to see. At least... Uh, right, okay, so what's it all about? This show is about everything nerdy. Movie, Comics, books, games, toys, tech, nerd life in general. This entire show is recorded live. Uh, That's mainly because I'm lazy and don't want to spend three days editing like I did last time. Well, actually I spent eight hours, but it it was a trial, believe me. So, because this is a new podcast, you probably don't know a lot about me unless you're reading my blog. I'm an underemployed part-time writer h-i-n-t that's all i'm saying i currently write a tech column on mondays for the independent daily in mauritius in case you don't know mauritius is a teeny tiny island west of madagascar yep where they film that cartoon thing about the penguins. I got the job because I was the right nerd in the right place at the right time. Pure luck in other words. It also helps that I regularly spend time in Mauritius because my mum and dad retired there. I'm in the UK at the moment, but I was in Canada until recently. Unlike Heinrich Harrer, I spent seven years in Vancouver, not Tibet. Oh, I didn't get any wiser either. So, this week's personal news. Not much to tell. I'm still looking for a house, a job, a life, everything, uh, in the UK or elsewhere. Today I spent a few hours cleaning the boat. If you want to know more, just head over to my website at RoyMatur.com. Matur is spelt M-A-T-H-U-R. Matour, is one word com. Okay, so in this week's podcast, uh, we've got a variety of items. But first, let me apologise for the last nonsensical segment of my previous and first podcast. Uh, my only excuse is I'm really new to this. You see, after pre-reviewing the Spider-Man and Batman movies, I illogically railed against reboots which doesn't really make sense because Spider-Man and Batman, I mean the Amazing Spider-Man and the Dark Knight, Christopher Nolan movies are obviously reboots, but they're very good ones. I was only moaning about some of the more awful reboots, as I suspect Total Recall and Highlander will be. Actually, I don't suspect that. They will be absolutely dire. So, this week... I'll discuss TV shows I've been watching, books and comics I've been reading, some tech news, and then finishing off with the movie news. Okay, so enjoy the show. As you know, there are so many nerd geek type TV shows at the moment. Uh, Some I watch, some I don't, and I'll go through the lot that I'm interested in and have lost interest in lately. So, uh let's go. Sanctuary. So, in this one, Amanda Tapping, you may know her from Stargate, rescues slash imprisons mutants for their own good. I dislike this one. Think about it. They are saying that muties need to be locked up for their own good. Where have we heard this before? Now, next, Nikita. Criminal trained as government assassin. Dislike, again, Uh, flogging a dead horse. Though I don't blame Maggie Q, who is still excellent in everything. Actually, does anyone know Maggie's number? Ah, just kidding. No, seriously, do you know it? No, forget it, sorry. On to Terminator, the Connor Chronicles. Dislike, again, flogging a dead horse. Just one spin-off too many. No respect to the wonderful and beautiful summer glow. Actually, so how about her number? Oh, forget it. Stuck on one thing, aren't I? Okay, Eternal Law. This is a Brit fantasy series, weekly. Uh, It's going at the moment. Basic premise is that angel lawyers help out poor humans. I dislike this. It's terrible. It's limper than an overweight Super Bowl fan. Uh, it's Highway to Heaven tweaks for the UK although it's not really but it's still as bad next Lost right this series has been and gone um, but it's available on DVD and if you were thinking of either borrowing it or purchasing it I highly recommend it so in this show A passenger jet crashes into a mysterious desert island. I love this. It's completely balmy and unpredictable. Bravo, J.J. Abrams. Bravo! So, next, Justified. This is a Elmore Leonard-produced and written show about U.S. Marshal Raylan Givens, who sorts out this... Crooked Hick Town. Very good. Um, I occasionally watch this because of the diabolical plotting and diabolical characters. Though what Raylan Gibbons is doing in a cowboy hat so far east is beyond me. I get the old west lawman metaphor, but seriously, cowboy hats in Kentucky? Uh, I'm not American, but I'm... Pretty sure that's not the kind of thing they wear there. Is that normal in Kentucky? Maybe a US listener can tell me. Next, Fringe. Simple and complicated premise. Parallel universes collide like this greatly. Mainly because of John Noble, who plays a very eccentric and the complete epitome of a mad scientist also, a uh, bit of trivia, he apparently used to come into my local supermarket in Vancouver when they were filming the show. Glad I didn't bump into him though, it would have broken the magic spell and I, you know, I just don't know how to react around celebrities, treat them far too normally. Anyway, uh, next, Dexter, serial killer blood spatter analyst and Moonlighting Vigilante like this it's so well written my only problem is the Americans always seem to have to justify any action that a protagonist has in any show as being for some kind of good there is one notable exception kind of in Breaking Bad I'll talk about that later But anyway, even though Dexter's a serial killer, he's not entirely bad. Because he does in bad guys. Seems like a cop-out. And that's also reflected in the books that this series is based on. Jeff Lindsay, aka Jeffrey P. Frondlich, must have chickened out. Anyway, sorry about that, Jeffrey. Jeff. Um, No personal criticism meant, but that kind of thing does bug me. Michael C. Hall is great in the role. He makes a show actually. He used to be in Six Foot Under if I recall correctly. Yes he was. Okay, next. Non-fiction now. The Gadget Show and, as it's known now, the Gadget Show World Tour. I'm liking this. But only Jason and Polly of the original cast are left. Everyone else has been axed. So, John, Susie, Otis, all out. It's a real pity because I do miss them. I wish them well in future endeavours anyway. Boy, I'm really whizzing through these. I hope I'm not going too fast. But, let's see. Game of Thrones. This is an adult high fantasy. I like this, but I'm not as rabid as some of the fans. Still, roll on the new season, and I'm looking forward to seeing my favourite character, Tyrion, played by the excellent Peter Dinklage. Tyrion for Emperor. Okay. Grim. This is a, another procedural type show with a very unusual cop tracking down fairy tale creatures gone bad. I like this. Okay, it's mainly because of the secondary character Monroe, played by Silas Weir, who is a Wiederblutbad, which is a kind of werewolf. Everything was very, very German. Okay. House. This is Sherlock Holmes transferred to a medical setting. I like this, but I'm really glad that the shows over the network did not renew. It was getting a bit samey. Hugh Laurie is brilliant, but maybe it's time he moved on to something else. Let's see now about sitcom. How I Met Your Mother. This is a 30-something sitcom. I do like this. The character the main character Ted is finally growing on me a little. But breakout character Barney Spinson, played by Neil Patrick Harris, is legend wait for it. Wait wait dairy. High five. Um Next, Madman. This is a sixties New York drama about Admen and their high pressure lives. I like this, but I've completely lost track of where we are in the series because, again, there's just too much nerdy, nerd age on to watch on the box. Terra Nova, future humans established colony colony in the past to save the human race. I dislike this, it just got boring, amazingly considering the subject matter. Great special effects, just the story got a bit soapy and I couldn't sustain my interest. The chemistry didn't just work for me. And the biggest logic gap in this drama is why did they send humans back to an era with great big predators? Why couldn't they have been sent back to a friendlier era? I don't know, seems like a massive plot hole, bit of a duh, oh excuse me, need a just a drink of coke, no booze honestly, it didn't help last week, just led to slurred speech, okay. So, I've been through Terra Nova. Next, The Cape. Uh, This is a series that's been and gone, but I'm just watching it now. Finishing off the last episodes. It's a fairly classic, formulaic, uh, superhero fair, And Summer Cloud's in this one, too. Oh, Summer. Okay, now The Walking Dead. Zombie apocalypse survivor drama. Liking this, but I hope the new season cranks it up quite a few notches. In fact, cranks it up to 13. Season 2 was way too soapy. Now, Warehouse 13. Like this, watched it right from the beginning. Brilliant and fun show about artefact hunters. Into its fourth season now, but I've fallen behind a bit. If you like steampunky stuff, you'll love this. Check it out. The Christmas specials, by the way, are really quite funny and good and seasonal. Next, Forgotten. Liking this old show about amateur sleuths, led by ex-cop Christian Slater, who solved cold cases. Dark, atmospheric, interesting procedural. Okay, and Doctor Who, the Matt Smith Doctor Who. Alien humanoid travels through time fixing things. If you don't know about Doctor Who, then either you're dead or, or, or you're dead. Okay, everyone probably knows about Doctor Who. Probably didn't even have to describe it. But, let's see. All I can say is I do miss Dave Tennant. I think the new Doctor, Matt Smith, is good. But the plots do seem a bit lacklustre. Uh, I do tend to find myself losing interest. It's not hiding behind the sofa material, put it that way. Breaking Bad. Ah, now we come to my absolute favourite of all shows. Here, a schoolteacher becomes a drug kingpin. Initially, they do justify the reason for his fall from grace, but it does look like the writers now are uh, showing some uh, courage and letting Water simply be evil. It's not strictly typical geek fair, but Walter White is the main character is becoming something of a supervillain so this might interest you and whoops sorry that was a bit of dead air last of the tv shows we're going to talk about tonight alcatraz this one's finished um, it's a procedural with bad guys who escape to the present from Alcatraz of the past and get into all kinds of trouble and then need to be caught. I was liking it but quite soon into the, the show I realized it, nothing seemed to be going anywhere each week seemed to be the same um, boring slow pace could be watching a normal cop drama so I'm glad it's over now the one good thing was uber geek comic book store owner character played by George Garcia from lost was who was a great and unusual co-star apparently though George Garcia isn't even into comic books that's acting for you And there really is no accounting for taste. Still, it's nice to see an unusual co-star like George come to the fore. Now we get on to books, and what have I been reading? Okay, I'm reading Surface Detail. I like this one. It's a sci-fi novel by Ian M. Banks who uses the M initial in his name to differentiate from his non-SF novels. It's a bit involved and wordy, as are most of his novels. But the main thread seems to concern a freed slave character. I hope I have time to get into this. Um, We'll just have to see. I've just got so many things to do. But I do like this. Next, uh, Atlantis. Not enjoying it. This is an action-adventure-type novel by Dave Gibbons, but I gave up reading within a few pages. He really... Dave Gibbons is an archaeologist, and he really does sound like one. And he takes one to know one, as I used to be in the same trade too, briefly anyway. Unfortunately, the author likes to demonstrate his own cleverness, and this gets in the way of the entertaining the reader. Not exactly a unique trait, though. Look at Michael Crichton; he was notorious for this. Some of his books read like textbooks or primers in particular subjects: nanotechnology, genetics, you name it. Wow, you get really dry mouth doing these podcasts. I nearly finished my coke. Okay. Next, A Confusion of Princes. I'm liking this fun youth sci-fi novel from Garth Nix, a popular Australian youth fantasy author. Again, I hope I have time to finish this. I've already paid a whole bunch of fines on all the books. I've taken out the library. I never seem to be time to do anything. Anyway, uh, next, Horns. Liking this. Novel by comic book writer Joe Hill, who is also Stephen King's son. A bit wonky in places, but crackingly original story. Uh, The basics of this is a bloke wakes up hungover with horns. Now, how many of us have had nights like that? Right, next. Hive, The Overlord Protocol like this one too. This is a second book in a series of novels by Mark Walton about a school for supervillains. Take that, X-Mansion and Hogwarts. And furthermore, mwa-ha-ha-ha-ha. Ha. Ha. Yeah, well, sorry about that. okay we'll be talking about comics next but just give me a moment to get another drink because I'm completely dehydrated now. Oh, refreshing. What am I drinking? Sparkling pomegranate mm, very nice. Okay, comics so at the moment... I'm not sure if I mentioned this last week, but I'm reading DC's Doom Patrol, Volume 1. This is a very old comic book from the 1960s, not exactly sure of the first date that this came out, but it's a whole chunk of the first adventures of Doom Patrol nice weighty book with short snappy stories it's got a pretty cool vibro feel to it the superheroes are weird in the extreme there's a giant girl which kind of describes her power and there's robot man who is um, a human brain and a robot body which is weird because they used to call me robot Roy we're kind of saying it was the other way around a robot brain and a human body but there you are so he's robot man that would make me man robot hmm and now on to tech I've got a bit of a moan this week I don't know if any of you use the iGoogle service it's a way of integrating a whole bunch of gadgets onto one web page and the good thing is because it's on the web you never have to worry about backing the thing up for example I've got several pages Uh, one page has all the latest news, another page has things like emails, Google emails, Google Calendar, Um, another page has all the podcasts that I follow, and now they tell us that we need to find alternative arrangements, thank you Google, because they are terminating the whole thing with extreme prejudice, what a letdown. Flaky, Google, flaky. Movie is next. Just take another sip of my drink. I didn't know podcasting was such hard work. Dry work, thirsty work. Luckily, there's no chocolate in the house. Otherwise, I'd be stuffing my face with that too, right now. So, movies. Right. Over the past few weeks, I have seen The Amazing Spider-Man. I do like it. I think Andrew Carfield is in magnificent form as a young Peter Parker. A really worthy reboot. I'd go as far as saying it's almost better than the Sam Raimi series. As a lifelong spider nut, I thoroughly approve. I would say two thumbs up, but apparently Ebert has uh, trademarked that, and uh, he'd probably send some assassins around to kill me if I used two thumbs up. But if I were to say two thumbs up, I would mean two thumbs up. Did I say that wrong, am I in legal trouble now, who cares? Okay, and Batman, The Dark Knight Rises. I'm liking this. Brilliant end to Christopher Nolan franchise. My one criticism is that I saw a bit of Charles Bronson's swagger in Tom Hardy's Bane. Just to remind US listeners, I'm not talking about Death Wish Charles Bronson. I'm talking about the English Prisoner who changed his name to Charles Bronson by Deedpole. Tom Hardy played him in a kind of biopic. Sorry about that, Tom. No, not too much criticism intended. You were still OK, Spain. And you were really good as Ames in Inception. Just wanted to throw that one in. Next we're going to talk about Judge Dredd 3D, but first I'll play you the trailer. said This peace trees is the manufacturing base for all the slow-mo in Mega City 1. You know how often we get a judge up in Peace Trees. Well, you got one now. She has control of everything. Levels 1 to 200. This is Mama. Somewhere in this block are two judges. That's not good. I want him dead. Him. We're gonna have to go through him. Okay, you ready? Yeah. You look ready. Judgment time. Let's finish this. Okay well like all trailers it does sound reasonably exciting but I'm gonna say this right now I don't like it. It's not even out yet and I don't like anything I'm seeing. I'm wondering if the filmmakers have even read the comic. Everything is scaled way down and tiny. It looks more like Micro City one not Mega City one and it's not just the buildings either. The judges armour the lawgiver guns and worst of all, the lawmaster bikes. Ridiculous. Okay, so the Stallone movie before was, (laughs) frankly, appalling. But that was mainly the fault of the plot and the dire clone SFX. At least they got the look right. And for the record, I'm going to stick my neck out and say that Stallone was actually fine as dread he's got the chin for it anyway and Jurgen Proch now from does boot as Fargo Fantabuloso I even like the theme music but back to the reboot no I am not going to watch this at the cinema. no respect to Carl Urban who looks to be an okay judge dread and was a great McCoy in JJ's Star Trek. But this one's not for me. And those bikes, you know what they look like? They look like hover mowers stuck to mopeds. We're getting near the end now, so finally, hope you enjoyed, or at least tolerated the show. If you have anything you want covered next time, just drop me an email to roy.matur, M-A-T-H-U-R, at gmail.com. As there's no set schedule of shows, subscribe to the show via my website at roymattour.com and I'll see you next time. Bye! (laughs)